Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? This is a reserved... We're on the air, so let's open. That's about as... uh, technical as we're going to get in terms of the effect department i think i have a dog here i'm like well that's what type of week it is that's what type of episode it is relaxed laid back blue collar and i'm very excited to speak to our next guest theodore savit or savitsky we get into that his name, and more on the latest Iktagon episode. I'm chilling. I hope you guys are chilling. Enjoy. Young Theo. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Excellent. Excellent. I'm doing it. I'm doing fantastic, man. Um, Life is good. How about you? Life is all right. Just got off work not too long ago. Huh? Had a long day. Long fucking hours, huh? Long fucking hours. Worked like 14 hours today. Is that a normal shift? Um, Usually it's 10, but today was a bit longer. So it was a bit longer. I'm doing uh, I'm doing construction now, so. Nice. I, uh, I did construction for many years, many years. All right. And then uh, electrical work. And then uh, finally dove into media. And then even during the first five years of media, it was doing uh, electrical work. So I know the grind, man. Yeah, I was doing, uh, I was doing HVAC before this. What's HVAC? Uh, heating, ventilation, and AC. So I, w- I had to do a lot of electrical work, too. Got you, got you. You get uh, cut on the duct? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Got to wear those gloves. All right. Uh, where are you from originally, by the way? I'm from Flushing, New York. Okay. Okay. And uh, how do you say your last name? Uh, Savit. It was Savit. actually uh, it's actually Savitsky, but my dad shortened it when he okay. got off. Yeah. So I have like a my grandfather was a he was like a Russian Jew, so I have like a little bit of that in me. Okay. Yeah. It's a great way to uh, schmooze the host. <laughs> all right brother you ready to get started we'll keep this uh short and quick got somebody else coming up at the top of the hour all right yeah i'm, I'm ready all right here we go three two savit right yes yes we're savit uh savit 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 the 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 announcers like to call me savit what do you like savit Sa- savit yeah you could just say savit savit Savitsky. So yeah. sad. Okay. Here we yeah. go. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman, talking to a very friendly, another cool cat, as always. Somebody who I met when I was supposed to see somebody else. It, no, it wasn't a, a dating app where I showed up at a bar and then uh, one girl's there and then uh, you, she doesn't show up and, and you, you're like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And then uh, next thing you know, you're married. No, 
This was the Flex Fight Series Volume 6, St. James, New York. They will be back there December 10th and 11th, I believe. And as yeah. always, there are the presence of Warrior Nation. They just they show up, they show out, they conquer. They're taking over. Shout outs to Xavier, Pedro, Andrew, and, and many others that have helped build the pillars of one of the future or the present gyms and the future fighter, the wave of fighter. And one of those fighters, Theodore Savit. Not Savit. He'll slap you in the <laughs> face, even though he's calm, he's cool, he's collected. This guy is a killer, not only because of what he does in the cage or uh, how he lives his life in, in a very adrenaline way. This guy's hands-on, literally, blue collar. just got off his job. What What is more MMA than working a long day and then getting on for an interview? Theodore, how you doing, brother? I really appreciate the time. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's your evening? I'm, like, I'm all right. Excellent, man. Uh, when's payday? When's payday? That's when I know you'll be. Payday's fine. Friday's payday. So. Okay. Do you guys do bi-weekly every week? I worked a little construction. Uh, they just handed yeah. envelopes, some cash in it. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's on the books and off the books at the same time. Okay. Wait, so it, I, worked, I worked out with a deal. So some, some of it's on books and then the rest is cash. Now, have you fallen into the food trap? Uh, I don't know if the sites you're on that there's the food trucks. Because uh, working in construction, they find a way, you know, as an adult, sometimes it's hard to eat a lunch. It, working in construction, they find a way to bring it back to preschool. You got your breakfast sandwich, a yeah. little uh, bacon, egg and cheese, get your coffee with the Gatorade. And then all of a sudden you need your croissant or muffin to make it to lunch. You get to lunch, then you get a hero or chicken parm, a pie of pizza. And then there's a <laughs> snack for on the way home. Uh, and then you get home, you're like, yeah, I haven't eaten anything all day. And then you have a huge feast. Uh, have you fallen into the construction trap? I have, I have, I have. When oh, I go no. home, I'm going to feast a little bit. How much you weighing right now? Uh, like a buck 50. I gained about like a solid 15 since my fight. All right. So we're going. I would, say, I would say fight night. I, uh, I weighed in about 11 pounds heavier than what I weighed in the, that last morning. So, okay. yeah, so I, I put on some weight. Now Not you, too much. You're but. used to the weight cut. I, I saw that you post some pictures on your Instagram. Again, follows this gent of a man. He is a Kingsman at Theodorus <laughs> Beat 99. I assume that's the year he was born. I, I, I don't assume yeah. that's yeah. like some it's, it's social uh, security number over there. But on Instagram, <laughs> uh, are you on Twitter as well? No, I'm not on Twitter. Just I just have Instagram. That's the only one I got. What are you stupid? You don't like beef. You don't like people screaming at each other. A lot of fat, unhappy, pale people screaming at each other on Twitter. What are you doing by not being on that? <laughs> I, I need to get more, uh, more social on uh, social media. That's what I need to do. Dude, you, you work construction a couple more years. You'll, you'll fill out the fat part of the people on Twitter with the Cheeto fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I appreciate the time. And on your Instagram, I saw that you have a wrestling background. So you yes, know a thing or two about cutting weight, man. Uh, what would you wrestle at? And would you fluctuate in between matches? Um, I would say, well, my high school career started when I, I didn't ever wrestle a day until I came to Valshie uh, North High School in Long Island. Seventh grade, I went out for the team. My stepfather's this crazy wrestling fanatic, so he pushed it, pushed it, pushed it. Um, I actually sucked at first. I hated it because I came from a karate background. I came from Tiger Showman's in Bayside. Wow. Kid, so that's how I know Julio Wars who is also a bantamweight in the UFC. He used to be my senpai as a kid, and now he's a UFC fighter. But um, 
I always found it weird. Like, like I always found going to my back comfort. And in wrestling, it's the opposite. The moment you go to your back, you got to get the fuck up. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. No, but <laughs> you had a long day. You could do whatever you want. But um, started wrestling in seventh grade. Eighth grade came around. I took it serious. And then that's when I got to the varsity level. Um, ninth grade is when I really took it more serious. I went to a club in uh, Long Island called Volgars. And uh, his son is Vito Ruggiao, and he wrestles for Cornell right now. And he's probably the number one ranked, um, I would say he's 145 wrestler in the NCAAs right now, D1. And uh, he has his own camp out in Long Island. Wow. And uh, I used to go to a Savage Wrestling, which is from Wontaw, Wontaw, New York. Uh, back in 2016, they had one of the best teams in, in the New York State. They had uh, Jonathan Lowe, who wrestles for Cornell right now. They also had, um, who else? They had Justin Vines, who wrestles for LIU Post. And uh, they had three national champions on one team. So oh, wow. that wasn't that was never uh, set in stone with anyone else. So my wrestling really started from there. Uh, 10th grade, I was wrestling about 132. Okay. Um, I was actually chubbier in high school. So the weight cut was harder for me. I was about like 155-ish. So I, I, I slimmed down as I got older. I started to understand my metabolism and that I don't need to eat three meals a day, that I don't feel good eating three meals a day. Um, and I started to like naturally cut down to like my fight weight. And I don't really cut much for fight day. I just cut about, I'll say 15, not even less, but I, I'll start a month in advance. Damn, to all the casual user uh, listeners, man, they're like, what? Only 15? Are, are you fucking kidding me? They're like, uh, it takes me three to six months trying to get to 15 pounds. What, what's yeah. your technique exactly? Um, well, my teammate, uh, Pedro Villa from the Warriors. The man. He just, just fought. He fought uh, a guy from Carnicella, someone who I, who, a team that I just fought. Uh, he won, by the way. And, uh, I don't know. He has a very unique uh, regiment for his diet. He eats a lot of like raw vegetables. He eats a shit ton of beets, like spinach. And like, he'll just have like a big, big baked potato. And like, you don't think that shit will fill you up, but it really does. And like, he's just the cleanest eater ever. And he, he doesn't really put anything in his body besides water, like not even Gatorade. I don't even ever seen once he drink Gatorade, but really strictly on like raw, like a raw diet. Now, like uh, vegetables and lean meats. A lot of people will talk the talk and not walk the walk. And especially being inserted into a leadership position, I think Pedro Villa accelerates. Like, everything I've seen uh, that he broadcast online and even in person with the interview following his Flex Fight Series uh, Volume 6 win uh, back in October, the guy seems through in and throughout a, a leader and he seems like he, he has a second grasp of life and this opportunity to make something out of his, his physical career. Obviously once he, he, he he's retiring from fighting, he'll run the gym. Maybe he'll be a little less hands-on, maybe like a, a frost, a hobby or Greg Jackson, maybe more vocal, but at this point he he's in the trenches with you guys. Uh, I'm telling you, you guys are going to yeah. get a very u uh, unique uh, experience working with them, when you guys look back at 20 years, be like, oh, yeah, I, I rolled and trained with them. How is it having a, a leader who, who, like I said, who's walking the walk? Um, It's pretty cool because uh, 
I'll, he's he's an older gentleman. Plus, you know, he's, he's eating pizza and fries behind everybody's back, and just like hit. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> he likes to have a shot or two every now and then. So, no respect and respect. Salute. I saw him. He took a shot after his win. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. But uh, you know, he, he's he's an older guy, and I feel like uh, we had a couple of talks about this that. You know, in order to play catch up with us, he has to treat his body a certain way. And um, I don't know, f- for me, I kind of take that as like, I should do the same because even though, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm what you guys would say, I'm a young cat, I'm 22. Like, I feel like my body can like withstand itself with me eating whatever I want to eat. But in reality, it's it's the disciplined mindset behind eating right. It's really, it, it's, it's fucking tough. Like, like when when you you're craving something and you're just like shit, like I gotta have this like this salad or I gotta eat like a pound, half pound of vegetables, half pound of this, half pound of that, and it's really like you know you discipline yourself to be like now like I know it's right and I'm gonna do that. And you feel the reward because I mean, like Habib, according to his religion and the way he goes about himself, he's never had a drink in his life. And it's yeah, no. like, you know, maybe we would be better without it. I, I'm trying to do this now. I'm on my maybe fourth month, no drinking. And it's tough, man. The mind is the the scariest enemy. It's like, you know, yeah. one drink, one drink's not, you could sip it. You know, you could sip it. It's Oktoberfest. Like, you're, you, dude, there's literally like scenarios in your mind. And I'm sure this could go through people's mind for like a porn addict or, or a food addict, like yeah. addicts in every one of the sense. Uh, thank God that we're not that extreme. But yeah, man, it. Talk to the audience. What's the hardest part about kind of fighting that voice and even showing up to practice? I'm sure you have these long days of work and you're like, you know, it'd be easy just to go home and Netflix and chill, but you show yeah. up at the gym. Um, I don't know. You just gotta, you gotta push through it. I tell myself this all the time and I learned this from wrestling. Like when you feel, when you feel the quit or when you feel the hurt, you can't pity yourself. So, you know, like, and, I have a lot of teammates from my, from my gym that, you know, are, are less fortunate than me and they're fighting for a greater cause. And, and, you know, in the back of my head that I, I have that in my mind and it, it pushes me too, you know, like it, why, why am I really doing this if I'm not going to really do it? Respect, man. And, and I appreciate that you, Theodore Savit 99 on Instagram, not on Twitter. Thank God he, he's saving himself some uh, headaches and aneurysms. But uh, Theodore, I uh, you you mentioned that, dude, you are on the scene when it comes to wrestling. Like you, you know, people. Not that you you served your sentence, as Gregor Gillespie said. He's like, dude, I did my sentence. I don't care about wrestling anymore. You seem like you're still in the mix. You didn't drop Kyle Dake, which shows that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Because, <laughs> like, you went for the hipster wrestlers, like people like that. I know the Kyle Diggs, the Jordan Burroughs, like I'm very like surface collegiate wrestling and Olympic or USA wrestling. My man, it's uh, like quick, quick thing about uh, Greg Gillespie. Uh, I, um, Greg Gillespie is my coach. Banged for his girl. Year, I knew it. About a year. <laughs> I knew it. No, <laughs> he was, uh, he was my coach for about two years, a year and a half, two years. Oh shit. Yeah. He charged a lot too. This was back. This probably charges way more now, but my stepdad, $60 for an hour. At uh, Belmore Kickboxing in uh, in Belmore, and I used to go there and I used to train with Gregor, and yeah, I used to do the whole nine. Okay, so this is somebody you need to take me behind the scenes. This was a media scrum for uh, a Brooklyn event uh, two years ago. 
undefeated at the point, still on his roll, and he, he will bounce back. And he did bounce back against uh, Diego Frejeda. That was an amazing performance. Yeah. He grappled the grappler and just wore him out. He was very confident in his game plan. Excellent performance. But, dude, face-to-face -face with that man on fight week when he's cutting – God knows how much he's cutting on a fight week. Yeah. He looks at me and I'm like, oh, uh, Yancey Madero's. Uh, and he goes, you will not mention the name of my opponent for the rest of this interview. I go, holy <laughs> shit. Is he that intense in person? Yeah, yeah, he's pretty intense. I haven't, I haven't seen him in a couple of years, like, relation-wise, but he, he's always been that intense. No, this is just a coincidence, but now that I think about it, he had a problem with drugs. And he uh, found healthy avenues to, I think it's just energy. I think it's just what you do with your energy. Is it going to be a healthy uh, vice or is it going to be an unhealthy? He found fishing and he found fighting, man. If I think, I think we're in an age where people's focus is in disarray. And especially with the pandemic, as I spoke to, Andrew Park a couple of weeks ago, he said, this is when I really focus. And he said, I want to be the best announcer in the game. He goes, it was kind of side gig. He goes, but I'm really focused on it now with you, man. I see you're, you're kind of an adrenaline junkie, a firefighter, a fighter. No, we're not speaking to Stipe Miocic. We're speaking to Theodore Savit 99 on Instagram. Man, where, where does it come from the inside? Like the, this energy, you're calm and cool and collected, as I said, but to run into a fire or to run into a cage, that takes a different type of person. Yeah. Um, don't be modest. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or I've, be I've, modest. <laughs> I've always, uh, I don't know. I, I always wasn't an, I wasn't an adrenaline junkie. I was a timid oh, kid. God, look at you, man. You, I, I set you up there to dunk it home and be like, because <laughs> I'm the whatever. You could have said fill in the blank, but this just shows why you're a ladies, man. You're just calm and cool. Like a guy's break dancing in the middle of the, the dive bar with the wet beer all over. And you're just sliding in, talking to the girl on the side. <laughs> I, I, now, I don't, I don't mean to overstep. Are you in a relationship? No, I'm not. Oh, so you're free balling out there, man. Free balling. Free balling. Um, How's Tinder yeah. going? What apps are you on? <laughs> just Instagram. Just Instagram. Give us some married guy something, man. I ain't got nothing. No Pedro's, Pedro's in the other side of this wall. <laughs> it was married guys up. There's nothing. But um, I feel like this lifestyle with women, I don't know. It just, I don't, it's, it's rough. It's rough. I'd say before you make it big, find the one that can help you get there. Yeah. Who yeah. knows what Conor McGregor's doing now that he's a hundred millionaire and uh, doing whatever with the whiskey, but he found the chick that got him there. Deontay Wilder, he got a new chick in between Fury fights. She knows who he is. So, Theodore, uh, you're a killer. You're a savage. There's got to be your queen out there, man. Thank you. I'm looking. I'm, I'm still looking. On your social medias, do you have the, the fighter pictures? <laughs> I got the fighter pictures. That says a lot. That says a lot. Well, take us through what's the next step of your fighting career, not your dating career. Um because girls could be scarier fighting, than well, opponents. I'm fighting uh, February 18th for Flex. I'm going to be fighting probably St. James again. Um, my opponent is still to be announced. Never heard of uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want a rematch with with uh, with, with uh, Cuevas, Ciro Cuevas, the kid I just fought from uh, Carnicella. I do want a rematch. And I'm we talked to Xavier, and we're going to see if we can make that happen.
What are you going to threaten him? I don't get what. <laughs> gotta... I don't know. I hope he take. I hope he takes the rematch because I feel like I don't know. The audience doesn't know. Last fight I lost, but I went to hold this. I wanted this till decision, and uh, it was 29, 28, 29, 28, and then uh, 28, 28. But um, I don't know. I got caught on the ground, man. I have no idea. I'm my my egos hurt a little bit also because I feel like as the wrestler I am, I got beat in that aspect. So I kind of want to redeem myself with that. But uh, shout out to Xavier and shout out to Warriors Nation. My hands got so fucking good. My hands got so much better. I've never moved like that ever in a martial arts event ever. Now, I showed up late as I typically do. I missed your fight. I was there for Pedro's fight. I'm sorry. Uh, All right. In my defense, I didn't know you, man. I didn't know you. I thought you were looking for autographs. I was like, no, 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 not not now, man. You're like, no, motherfucker. uh, Leg lock. I was like, oh, shit, Theodore. And and I gave you the double autograph. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But what? uh, How'd you wipe that off so easily, though? Uh, What? What do you mean by that? The fight. I feel like it's very sensitive. It's it's hard for me to. Um, I don't you know. know. I really sometimes. Thought... But yeah, how'd you? What, what was your strategy besides uh, nonstop masturbation? What was your? <laughs> <laughs> what was your actual technique to kind of clear the mind and be like, all right, this is what I want to do long term. Unless um, you don't want to do a long term. Am I no, putting words no. in your mouth? Yeah, you're putting words in my mouth. Um, How long do you want to do this for? I want to make a career out of this. I'm 22, and I, and I dropped out of college for this. I was going to Maritime College. I was going to go in the Coast Guard and all that. And I don't know. No some girls off. there. Let's be honest, man. Come on. You're doing <laughs> this all for pussy, man. This is all for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you um, just want that belt so that way you can just... <laughs> <laughs> And you're going to get the belt as long as you focus on the belt. I know. All these ladies, man, it's dangerous out there. It's dangerous. Dude, I'm, I'm lucky, man. 32, seven-year relationship. Maybe three years when you're 25, same thing will happen. I found the girl. I got the kid. I have no problem working remote. God is good. It's yeah. dangerous out there, man. It's dangerous in the streets. I was a young single man. <laughs> but, um... How did I get over that fight? I don't know. I just, I feel like I realized this is the amateurs. I'm not a pro. I'm not getting paid for this. Um, believe it or not, people don't understand that I pay for this. A lot of money comes out of my pocket to provide myself um, a plan and a step stool to succeed in this sport. Um, I don't know. I realized that I have a lot to learn. This is the amateurs. Once you go pro, that thing hits zero, zero again. You, you got to start fresh, you know. I always have that in my mind. Same thing and, when you're um, married. It goes to zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like uh, you, man. And, and I I like you because you're you're real. 
it's not like uh you put on a flex hat and you're pretending that you like you think you're no i'm just kidding i obviously see the flex hat that that is awesome yeah, yeah, i gotta represent i gotta i gotta flex you know i gotta yeah. flex it's, but it's not like you're like, oh, man, I just got out of uh, my three-day training session. I'm about to go hit the mats. No, you're going to go home after a long construction day. Um, do you have the beige or the black work boots? I judge people on that, on the construction side. Black boots, they think they're the better beige. than us. I got the beige. I got the beige. Beige, you see every mark. Black boots, you don't. So you're like, oh, did this guy work hard? Did he not? The beige, you could see if somebody's like the, the steel toe was scuffed. You could see if the <laughs> laces are mangled up. You seem like a mangled up laces guy. True? Um, Yeah, yeah, somewhat true. So you're working hard. You're working hard. I'm working hard. You know, got the shoes right here, you know. Not, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Are, are you the, the, and welcome. Well, you know this about Strong Island Valley Stream, and, and you listed a couple other towns. You you said you're from Flushing, but you got some Long Island in you, man. There's a. No, yeah, I, I moved to almost Long Island when I was uh, in seventh grade. Stop giving me fake news. That's what the media does, not the guest. <laughs> <laughs> but you seem like you're, and I'm learning. I'm learning to work smarter, not harder. Oh, and yeah. it seems like you are from that uh, cut from that cloth that you are part of the work hard and not work so smart, but you will grind your body to dust. And I feel like yeah. Pedro's along this, the same line because that guy is pouring everything. It, he comes from a blue collar family, whether it's his brother, his uncle, yeah. his father, there's, you could just see it. The, the workman like mentality, man. And is that kind of how you, you carry yourself? Just, in the gym, it's I'm going to grind my fucking self to dust. I will not quit. I will push because you weren't stopped in your last fight. Uh, I'm sure you were in some uh, situations that were not in your favor, but you pushed through. Uh, is, does that come directly from your wrestling background or is this because of people that have surrounded you in your life? Um, I feel like a little bit of both, but to be honest, more of a wrestling background. Pedro said it better. Won't you? Once you've wrestled in life, everything else is easy. Pedro said it better than me or than other people? Other, than other people. <laughs> other people. I busted your balls, but Once you've wrestled, everything else in life is easy. And That's and a Dan Gable so, quote. I told you. That, I, is, that is a Dan Gable quote. I'm but, a surface okay, so, area wrestler fan. That is, that is Dan Gable quote. But um, and it's so fucking true. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, I feel like... I don't know. I've been grinding for a very long time with sports and I feel like wrestling has taught me a lot of lessons that no other, no man could put it that way. It has taught me lessons that my father couldn't, that God can't, that any other man couldn't. And why are you going to win the fight February 18th flex fight series? I'm going to guess and say nine, whatever. Yeah. Um, why I'm going to win that because I feel like I'm more, I'm hungry. Um, I want it mentally. I feel like I'm you there. When's the last time you ate? Was the last time I ate lunchtime. You are hungry. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I want, I, I want, I want to avenge myself. I want to, to show myself that I, I put so much time and effort into this that like, you know, I, I deserve to win that I will win. Um, it's all a mindset. It really is. Um, I need to get better with, uh, well, long story short, 
I ended up finding out I have three torn ligaments in my left ankle. And I, I went into last fight with it. So, and I'm, I'm, I just went to the doctor about a week ago. So I'm recovering from that right now. But um, I, there was, there wasn't limiting factors in that fight, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm one tough fuck to go in there with a fucked up foot and still manage to go the whole three rounds and almost knock him out. You remind me of a Long Island Frankie Edgar, in a sense. Extensive <laughs> wrestling background, very workmanlike. In his UFC 205 fight against Jeremy Steven, uh, had a torn MCL and went the whole three rounds. But he won, man. He won that yeah. fight. <laughs> Are you going to win February 18th? Come on. Yes, I am going to win. Why? Why? Everybody because... works hard. Everybody's hungry. Literally, you know, everybody, we're all hungry. What makes you different, my man? I feel like it's uh, it's my fate. Um, I feel like no one pushes me to do this sport. I do it all by, my, by myself. I support myself in this. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have it in me, and, and I want it, and I want to prove to myself that that I have it in me. Cause I know I do and I train hard and I don't know. I feel it. I feel like it's, it's a destiny for me to be on this path that I am on. Do they do drug testing where you work? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. I'm kidding, man. That is some <laughs> deep shit. That is some deep shit. But, um, I really do. And I don't know. I just feel like, I'm made for this. I'm made for this shit. Does it, did it hurt like your first fight or was it like expectations different? Like the, the pain tolerance, was it the, like nothing this guy can do can hurt you? How'd you know, like, how'd you know, like, this is, this is your path. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the events that led up to uh, my career path. Um, I moved to Long Island from Tiger Showman's in Bayside, and then I hopped into American Top Team in Franklin Square, and that's where I met this fucking crazy array of like fighters that still to this day fight. Cody Payne, um, multiple coaches, um, um, Coach J. Um, uh, Ryan Peterson, who was a great coach at the time, Nate, a um, bunch of great guys. But um, a lot of my, I feel like my fights, fighting spirit came from that gym. Amazing. Amazing. But still, oh, I want to know, man. This but, is why you're what I was saying, But what I was saying, but what I was saying, um, I don't know, I felt like all the events in my life from me moving to finding a perfect gym for me training. I've had, I've had multiple fights when I was like 13, like actual MMA fights that, you know, just aren't, they're just smokers. And I've won all, every single one of them. And then it came down to me graduating from MMA. And then I realized that I'm going to focus on wrestling and me becoming all county. And then I tried to, 
you know, wrestling college. It just didn't work out. And I don't know. I felt like for me, like becoming, like doing this like journey is going to make up for me not being a better wrestler than I thought I was. That could be like an ex-girlfriend was awful and the next girlfriend's going to be better, man. <laughs> come on. Come on. I know. I understand. I know what you're saying. I think but, you're uh, very modest. I think you're very modest. I think there's something that you're not saying. Even when you were describing your hands, how much they improved, you're like, yo, I'm nasty. No, no, no. It's, I'm sure there's something that you're seeing that you keep deep inside. Like, even in the sparring sessions, like, yeah, I would fuck that guy up in a real fight. And it's that, <laughs> that modest competitiveness. I grew up with it, man. It's kind of just like, you know, you'll punch somebody in the arm and then you run away and you give them that grin. Like, come on. You know, like it's just, it's a fun competitiveness. I don't know, man. It just, you got it. I don't know what exactly it is. It seems like you have it. It, it seems like, but why fighting, man? There's a lot of things. Like you say, it's your fate. Uh, I mean, you didn't drop the, you know, my ancestors were uh, probably gladiators. You didn't drop that. At least I, I would have been like, okay, <laughs> stop. But um, I don't know. Uh, it just, you're not doing it for the money, right? Because it's tough. No, I don't. I don't fight make it early on. I just want to make sure you don't get nervous, man. Don't get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of people. And I think you are on the wave because I think the McGregor era is kind of coming to an end. If you guys were fans around the 2015, 2016 years, we got, we got the real McGregor. Now it's, it's, it's money McGregor, you know, he's transitioned. And I believe I've seen highlights. I've seen highlights from some of the guys that uh, your teammates have fight. Those people watched a Conor McGregor UFC countdown and then they wanted to try out a fight after a year of training. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I know those people. I would kind of, I wouldn't interview those people. I'm interviewing you, man, because I just see there is champion potential there. Could be CFFC, could be CES, could be really good record in the UFC, could be a champion in the UFC. Wow, that would be fucking nuts. That would be fucking awesome. Is your life in order right now? Are you ready for this, man? Like, how far do you believe you can take it? I believe I can take it far. Um, like I said, I do believe I'm one tough fuck. Um, that I do talking believe. About fighting, right? Yeah, talk about fighting. <laughs> um, I do. I want it. I want it. I'm willing. I'm will, I, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot for this. I'm willing to sacrifice almost anything. If I had to move across the world for this shit, I would. On my own expense, I would still do it. Um, How many times you train in a week? I know your I, ankle's fucked up. Then why are you yeah, taking the February? My ankle's fucked fight? up. I took. I've you signed up for two, this, man. I know. You're right, you're right. I've been taking a two week break. I haven't trained, but since since my fight when I came back to the gym. Probably like yeah, like four or five times a week. Did you lock in for February eighteenth with the? Yeah, yeah, I'm locked in for February eighteenth. Wow, man, December eighteenth is when shit gets cracking. Yeah, you ready for that? Yeah, hundred percent. I still like uh, my rematch though. That could be made possible for uh, February eighteenth. 
don't worry about your exes, man. Let <laughs> them see how good you're okay. doing. Let them see how good you're doing. But anyway, what, you just work 14-hour day, blue-collar lifestyle. When you get home, what's the first thing lifestyle. you do? Are you first taking a shower do. in the morning? Do you sleep dirty or do you nah, sleep clean? Nah, nah, I can't. I, can't I, can't I, can't <laughs> I, take off, I take off my boots. I rip off my clothes. I'm jumping the hot shower. Are you a morning person or a night person? Uh, I'm a night person. I don't, I, if, if you know me, I go to the gym in the morning. I don't really, I'm, I don't really talk to no one. I'm not a, the, the 6 a.m. rolls. I don't really talk to no Steak, one. Wait, you've, oh my God. I saw those at Henzo Gracie's. I was like, who the fuck is showing up for those? Yeah. Is Pedro strict with you guys or Xavier or whoever's, uh, uh, how are you guys running fight camp exactly? I, I know it's new. I, I, um, the Dumbo location, yeah, is, is it been a year? Has it been a year already? Since when? The Dumbo location. That the was like nation. four months. Four months? Four months, man. Holy shit, I've been in the house too long. <laughs> no, it, it, that, that gym is popping. That gym blew up because it's fucking good. It's a great gym. Now, in order to keep it great and be a successful business, because it is a business at the end of the day. Business. Pedro and X, you don't want X to give it to you. And kind of, it's like you're, you're somebody's friend until you're not. Have they figured yeah. out uh, an excellent way to organize people's fight camps and travel into all the fights? Like, uh, how in order are we? Is there sparring days? Is there uh, a fighter practice? And it oh, yeah. held uh, to that standard if you are in a fight camp and you don't show up? Um, yeah, well, being being on time is one. You know, when, when you say you're going to – if Xavier has pads for you at one thirty and you're not there at one thirty, then that's going to be an issue because – you know, you're taking the time out of his day. He has a whole written plan for you to hit pads based on your fighting style. And, you know, he could be doing that for someone else who really wants it. So that that is a big intricate part of the fight camp at Warriors Nation is one-on-one -on -one pad work. They try to tweak you in a way that your body works with you, which is pretty cool, I think. Again, we're being joined by Theodore Savit. 99 on Instagram, S A V I T T, uh, Navitsky, but make it a Savitsky. So it's Savit, you know, is, is that Polish in there? Is that, is that Russian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Polish, Russian, Jew. It's round, round borderline there. You emphasize the Jew. I could just see I that. Emphasize, <laughs> I emphasize the Jew. Oh, oh man. So you're in flush it. What's going on with our Metsies? I already know, man. I'm a Yankees fan. <gasps> a Yankees fan, Yankees all the way. Jeez, that's you living on Long Island for too long, becoming a Yankees fan. <laughs> Front runner, Nassau, sons of bitches. My goodness, Chris Wade holds it down for. I mean, I, I don't even think uh, Brian Kelleher watch other sports. I feel like that guy just replays Marilyn Manson concerts in his head and smokes a a ton of weed. Chris Wade's holding it down. Wade, Chris Wade is um, he's a character. He's, he's a good guy. Sucks he comes, that he, sucks that he, he lost comes across like this in the public. He's like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, you see him in his fight against uh, Bubba Jenkins. Like I said, surface wrestling knowledge, NCAA mm -hmm. champion. Oh, don't tell me the college. Don't tell me the college. Uh, ASU. 
I believe so. Yeah, Arizona State. <gasps> yeah. Well, anyway, fast forward that fight to the final round. Did you see? Did you see the fight? Um. Yes, I did. I watched the whole thing. You see when Chris Wade's just sticking his tongue out to the audience when he was just yeah, while the cameras on him, dude. I'm all about people's true selves nowadays. I see Rogan. He comes across as the kumbaya. Hey, Elon Musk, smoke weed with me, man. And now he's trying to take down CNN and governments. Get the fuck out of here. Same thing with Errol Hawani. He gets to ESPN. He's quiet. Now he's Hawani and he's talking shit and he's starting shit with shop. I go, be yourself from day one. Now, I'm not saying Chris Wade is uh, just a crazier uh, an awful human being, but I'm like, that showmanship was in there. That showmanship was in there. I'm like, everybody should express themselves a lot more. Is this who you are through and throughout? Uh, like, are you just gonna uh, like this is you, or is there is there a, is there a secret Theodore that we don't know about? Public? Nah, this is me. I, I try to be. Dude, if you're a champion, you're not gonna start smacking uh, bitches and kissing babies. No, no smacking bitches and kissing babies. Um, I believe this sport is supposed to be a respect. I came from a from a karate background, so it just uh, I don't know. My level of respect for this game is different, you know. Because at the end of the day, we're both signing. Honestly, we're we're making no money, and we're signing a death waiver for people's entertainment. Like it's pretty much what we're doing, you know. And uh, I feel like that deserves respect on both ends. One hundred and fifty percent. I I mentioned that the Conor McGregor era seems maybe to be. The plane may be landed on that front, but I think it's it's going to be the craziest next five years for the 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 five years that are left on the ESPN deal. You're going to have the the humble, quiet warriors who don't have to talk that much anymore. Look at Hamzat. That guy knows ten words. He knows I kill you, I wrestle you, Dana White. He knows a couple of words. That guy is is his Instagram following just blew up. If Anderson Silva was here at this time on the ESPN era with the UFC international superstar, no doubt. So I'm thankful for McGregor to get in the sport, the ESPN, but I think it's going to be a lot more humble, quiet folks like yourself that are going to be champions. And Theodore, I believe you're going to be a champion. What level? So we will soon see you are a young cat, accept your age, enjoy your twenties, be responsible, have a plan, reach that plan. You could do it, brother. I really appreciate the time folks follow Theodore Savit 99 on Instagram. And OnlyFans. Theodore, I appreciate the time, man. <laughs> and February, February 18th, I will be a Flex Fight Series, St. James. I will fuck shit up. I promise. And I will try my best to get down to Warriors Nation before then. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to have uh, Henry Hoots coming by, too, I believe, in December. So... He's, uh, he's out from... There? What? Did you cut out there? Oh, uh, did I? I don't know. You were uh, like uh, mid-orgasm speaking about Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Henry, Henry, yeah. <laughs> but he's going to be at Warriors Nation. So, X, are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have fun, man. I really appreciate the time, Theodore. Um, Henry's a cool guy, and I really appreciate what he's done for the sport. He, he's taught a lot of Americans Deutsch kickboxing. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That was my sign. You say, oh, thanks for the time, man. Oh, thank you, know, thank you for your time. Yeah, cool. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my man. 
as you can see, I do not wear the same glasses all the time. I like to mix and match. I might get even more. I don't know. The, this website, iBuyDirect, has some really cool eyeglass options. Just plug in your prescription, and uh, they save the prescription. You measure your eyes uh, or pupil distance, uh, ear to ear, and they provide a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, different gear, different setup for the interview. But thank you, Theo. I, I really appreciate the time. Uh, guys, please check out my boy. Justin Montavo's fight free, live and free. That's a rare combination. On the Bellator MMA YouTube channel, Friday, December 3rd, live from the Mohegan Sun. I couldn't go. It is my baby boy's first birthday, and I have to be a lot of preparation. A lot of preparation. But if you guys can go, Go enjoy it, have fun, and watch Justin do the damn thing. And there's also a lot of fights surrounding Justin that are just absolutely excellent. You guys will definitely get your money's worth. Short drive to CT, Connecticut. Enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, thank you to Theo Savitt. Uh, I really appreciate the time. You are a cool dude. Can't wait for your fight in February. It's going to be excellent, my man. And... For all you Iktagon fans, say hello to Rio. Well, you guys already met Rio, but here he is again. Can we get his nose in there? Come on, come on. Here he is. Rio. My fur baby. Love you, Poppy. You guys get sleep, work hard. I'm on Spaces 3, Twitter Spaces. It's the new thing. I will let you Instagram, Facebook people know about it, YouTube channel people know about it. But Twitter Spaces, it is a digital radio platform. Get on it. Your boy Ike Feldman is out. Everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy the fights. Bellator, UFC, boxing, always, of course, combat sports. No offseason. Greatest sports to follow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.